week number 10. And here is the weekly member message. I want to hit you with something today that might fill your sails and set you forth on a sea of hope as a believer. Paul wrote something very clearly. We remember it. For the wages of sin is death. That's what he wrote. Remember that? Pretty plain. You know, uh, the basis for death that entered the world uh, was earned, was accrued to us through sin. Uh, the payment, the wages for sin is death, right? But when we read that Jesus came and died, it says that he died for the sins of the world. Several places it says that. Sins of the world. So we have the wages of sin being death, but we have Jesus dying for the sins of the world. I mean, he literally in his body bore the sins of the world is what scripture says. Peter wrote, speaking of Jesus in 1 Peter 2, 24, who in his, who, sorry, who his own self bear our sins in his own body on a tree that we being dead to sins should live unto the righteousness by whose stripes we are healed. And so what we have there is the world is in sin. The wages of sin is death. But Jesus in his body bore the sins of the world. Do you get that? And so the wages of sin are over. The wages of sin have been taken care of by Jesus. Most people tend to think that his death and burial was only effective for people who believe on him. And that is absolutely no true. It was a payment for the whole world's sin, right? Uh, Paul supports this fact when he says in 2 Corinthians 5, 14 through 15, listen really closely to this passage. For the love of God constrains us, Paul says, because we judge this way, that if one died for all, he adds, then we're all dead. Now, have you ever considered what that passage is saying? That since our sin, meaning the sins of the whole world, were paid for in the body of Jesus in his death, because the wages of sin is death, and they were buried, uh, Paul says then we are all, meaning the world, because he paid for the sins of the world, we are all dead. Isn't that fascinating? Buried with Christ when he died for the sins of the world. We're all dead. What an amazing gift that God gave to the world. And here's the thing. Nobody needs to believe it or accept it or embrace it. That's not necessary in the least. But it was done in and through his death. And the world was completely reconciled to the Father. And his therefore God's wrath does not abide upon any. So again, just to rephrase, the world's in sin. 
Jesus paid for the sins of the world through his death and was buried for them. Paul says, therefore, the whole world died. We all died because the wages of sin is death. How did we die? We all died for our sin through Christ, who paid for them in his own body. Are you with me so far? That is great news. That's news that you can share with anybody. Why would I want to be a Christian? Well, he died for you and he paid for all your sin. He paid for the sins I commit? Yes. The ones I'm going to commit tomorrow night that I plan on committing with my friends? Yes. Paid for. Past, present, future. Well, if he paid for the sin, then God's not angry with me. Right. God has been reconciled to you. Your sins are done for. They're over. You died with Jesus. He represented your sin. He died and he was buried. We all died too. Isn't this the good news that we should be sharing with people as Christians around the world? I think it is. I think it is. And I think it serves this message to open doors for people who want more. And when they hear it and when they understand it, the old standard false message that we have been teaching is uh, you better believe on him or you're going to pay for your sins. And that's a lie. That's a false message of Christianity that, that Christianity has used. You better receive him or you're going to pay for your sins. He paid, past, present, future, for the sins of the whole world. And as a result, the whole world died, paid the wages of those sins, which is death. The loving gift of God. The good news doesn't stop there, though. All right? And in the very next verse, Paul teaches us more. And he says, and since he died for all, so there's everything I just taught you or just taught, they which live, they which live, those are, who, who are they who live, those who look to him in faith, and so what we have is the whole world dying with him. He died for the whole world's sin. And because everybody has been reconciled to God and God's wrath isn't on them, it doesn't mean they're living. They haven't risen out of that death. Rising up out of that death only comes by faith on his son. And so Paul goes on at the end. He says, and since he died for all, those, they, which live, meaning those who have looked to the resurrected Christ, who came out of the grave, those who look to him in faith, they are the real living ones. The rest of the world is dead. It's dead. It's, it's dead to its sin, the wages paid, but it's also dead to the spirit. They're just dead, right? But those who live to him, Paul says, should not henceforth live to themselves, meaning you don't continue to live the life that you lived when you were uh, just dead and not, a, not uh, filled with the Spirit or whatever, but unto him who died for them, he says, and, and rose again. So what Paul says is, listen, in a, in a quick summary, the world was in sin, Right? Christ came and he paid for the sin. The wages of sin is death. He was buried. The world was buried with him. God is reconciled. He's not angry anymore. 
But Jesus rose again, and those who look to him as the resurrected Lord, not just the died, the dead Lord, but the resurrected Lord, should live like he wants us to, who died and rose again. You see? And 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 so, in other words, yes, he died for all the payment of sin in all the world, but Paul adds, but those of us who live, who look to him in faith upon his life, Paul says, we shouldn't live to ourselves, but unto him who died and rose. And so we can see that in his death, all have been forgiven of sin, past, present, future, because the wages of sin is death and he paid them. That's great news that we should be sharing. And if people like that news and they want to know who saved them from their sin, we teach that he also rose from the dead. And in his rising, if you believe on that, you should then follow after the risen Lord in your life and walk in love and, and as he commanded. So we can see that the, the, the first, in a quick summary walkthrough, this is what Jesus did through his life, death, and resurrection for the world. The world was in sin. Jesus came. He took the sins of the world and he put them in his body and they were died. They were taken down into the grave and the world died with it because the wages of sin is death. No more angry God. He loves all. And then Jesus also rose up out of that grave. He didn't just lay there. He rose again. And in his resurrection, Christians say, wow, I believe that. And they then are filled with his spirit. And Paul says we should walk like he wants us to walk. The one who died and rose again. And so in those things we see God handling it all. And the first part for everybody who are sinning because of Adam's fall taken care of. In the second part given the opportunity for anybody who wants to walk in new life, to really live, to live here and in the hereafter, who want more than just what this flesh gives them, is afforded by and through Christ and his resurrection. We are living in and through his rising to new life. And that is great news that we should be using to comfort ourselves with, our family with, our neighbors and others when we share. It's not that former thing of you're going to burn in hell forever. That is not what God did through his son. We have the great news, the good news, and all the opportunities that come with it. I hope that helps your day and your walk this week. Love you.